0: The Book of Psalms, and it looks like we might be coming to the end of it today. This is Psalm 146. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord while I live. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. It's a good way to start. And then, do not trust in princes. So here, this is just a uh, an earthly prince or king. But this is basically any mortal man. So this this would be. You know, your, your work, your, you know, your government or political party, your media, your anyone, you know, trusting in people, in established uh, organizations of men versus God. God is where the true blessing comes from. He made the heaven and the earth. He gives food to the hungry. He sets prisoners free. The Lord will reign forever to all generations praise the Lord. And then we're on to 147. This one starts out similarly, but it also makes note that it's good to sing praises to God. It's pleasant. So it's, it's you know, it's joyful for us and it's becoming. It's good for us. Once again, he's just talking about the, you know, the power of God and the, the fact that it is he that we look to for everything. And he doesn't take, uh, he doesn't take pleasure in the strength of a horse or the legs of a man he favors those who fear him those who wait for his loving kindness he is in commands of the very earth and the elements of the earth who can stand before him whether it's snow ice wind he is in charge of everything he declares his words to jacob his statutes and his ordinances to israel so it starts by talking about you know things of the of the earth but then it it moves to what's really important his statutes his ordinances the very way of god he has not dealt thus with any nation so in other words he has enabled a special place for us and as for his ordinances they have not known them the the people of the world do not know the way of god but he has made his way available to us praise the lord and then Psalm 148, we keep on with that theme. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise him, all his angels, all his hosts, the sun and the moon, the stars of light, highest heavens, and the waters that are above the heavens. The Lord created everything. He established everything. Uh, you know, and then he goes through all the different things, the, all the different animals, the mountains, uh, everything, everything that exists, he created it. Um, let them praise everyone, young and old, uh, strong and small, let them all praise the Lord for his name alone is exalted, his glory is above earth and heaven, he has lifted up a horn for his people, this is Jesus. Praise for all his godly ones, even for the sons of Israel, a people near to him. Praise the Lord. And then we're on to 149. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song. So 149, we keep on with a similar theme, um, but we're singing a new song. And his praise in the congregation of the godly ones. Let Israel be glad in his maker. Let the sons of Zion rejoice in their king. The Lord takes pleasure in his people. He will beautify the afflicted one with salvation. So the Lord uses discipline to pull us out of our old ways, out of the ways of the world, into being a a people that he takes pleasure in, that we can exult in his glory and sing for joy on our beds. Let let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword. So praise in our mouth, but power over spiritual enemies to execute vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples so again if we look at the um you know the the spiritual forces arrayed against us that that we he gives us power over these things to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron to execute on them the judgment written this is an honor for all his godly ones praise the lord and then we are on to the very last Psalm, 150. And this is all about praising the Lord in every way that we possibly can. I told a story last night that, um, man, I and it, it seems like all of us were kind of attacked yesterday. So and just part of what's going on, I assume, or again, the enemy is prowling big time right now. Um, but I was just... Feeling terrible in my office, and uh, so I went outside and I took a walk, and I just started worshiping the Lord, praising the Lord, worshiping the Lord, and it it broke off of me. All of a sudden, I it was just wonderful. Everything was amazing. And I came back into my office and I was able to uh, prepare for our meeting last night, and um, everything was good. But I tell you what, before I went and praised the Lord, man. I I was under the attack of the enemy big time and uh all that you know what did that look like for me it was just I was tired and I I just couldn't I couldn't think I couldn't put any energy into doing the preparation for the meeting I just just did not feel good but I just you know adjusted where i was sitting so i wasn't my office is a little box <laughs> so i got outside of that and just walked around a bit and just praising the lord which is some you know sometimes i'll i'll uh put my face on the floor and do it and that's fine too it seems like i've done that this week too um uh so whatever it's it's not it's not how we worship the lord but it's turning our attention to praising the lord worshipping the lord and then this breaks through against the things that are forced, that are attacking us and opens, opens us up to the reality of God, the love of God, the peace of God, the joy of God, the power of God. Uh, Lord, bless us with all these things. Bless us that we continually have hearts and minds to worship you, that we fill ourselves with worship and praise, and that you meet us there, Lord that we are connected to you in all that we do, led by you in all that we do. Bless your holy name and bless each one listening. We thank you, Jesus. God bless you. That's the end of Psalms. The book of Isaiah, starting with chapter 31. And this is the first recording where I know for sure I'm putting this out publicly. (laughs) I don't know if anybody's going to listen to this, but uh, if so, welcome. Hope this is a blessing to you. Okay, so Isaiah starts out by saying woe to those who go down to Egypt for help um, because they are depending on a stronger nation, they're depending on military might instead of depending on God. And again, this applies directly to us in our lives when we rely on anything other than God. The enemy will, will always supply you with plenty of rationales for why you need to do this or that, strive in this way or that way, in order to manipulate a situation to not depend on God. But the true way of life is to depend on God, to look towards God for the answer. So God says the Lord will stretch out his hand and he will help and he who helps will stumble, and he who is helped will fall, and all of them will come to an end together. So he says, I I will bring this way to destruction. You think you're gonna reach out to the Egyptians and they're gonna help you, but that's not gonna help. If I'm bringing judgment upon you, you need to realize the reason I'm bringing judgment upon you and correct your way. Get back in line with my wonderful vision for your life, my plans for your life, Instead of going harder for your own way and devising your own protection, it will not stand against me. But verse 5, he says, but like flying birds, so the Lord of hosts will protect Jerusalem. He will protect and deliver. So he says, turn to me, I will protect you, I will rescue you the difficulties will pass over you return to him from whom you have deeply defected O sons of israel for in that day every man will cast away his silver idols and his gold idols which your sinful hands have made for you as a sin so yes it takes correction repentance turning around and going the way that god has for you but you will actually realize it's a much better way than your own way and you'll be protected from the time of trouble that doesn't mean it's easy when we have to throw away all our idols. We have many idols in our hearts, and become, they become a crutch to us. They become the way that we know as life. But actually, true life is much better. So it's difficult. Uh, it, it, it's a, it can be a painful process to have these things removed from us. But when we come to the other side of that, we realize how much more wonderful and how blessed we are through this process, through this new life. And then he will bring his hand down on those that come against you. In this case, it's the Assyrians. And declares the Lord, whose fire is in Zion and whose furnace is in Jerusalem. He is almighty. Let his fire burn in you, which will burn up the chaff within you. But then you become this mighty burning bush. And then we're on to 32. Let me just put those two thoughts together before I move on. Um, So having a fire burn up the chaff within us, that's obviously painful, right? It's painful to get burned. When we have parts of us that are still alive to the world, it hurts when they die. But once we are dead to the world, then this fire burns within us and it does not consume us because we are dead to the world and alive to the spirit, to God's way of life. And then this fire burns freely within us without causing any more pain because we are dead to that pain, dead to that world, dead to death and sin. And now 32. And what will that life look like when, when, when he has established a kingdom with many people that are like this? Behold, a king will reign righteously and princes will rule justly. Uh, God will be the king of kings. Jesus will sit on high and princes, those are the many matured sons of God who have been, who have died off to this world who have this flame burning within them will rule justly, each will be like a refuge from the wind, and a shelter from the storm, like streams of water in a dry country, like the shade of a huge rock in a parched land. Uh, So, uh, I used to be a huge Bob Dylan fan, and my friend Van gave me a a a CD recently with Shelter from the Storm. So again, (laughs) whenever I see uh, songs with lyrics from scripture, it uh, touches me. Then the eyes of those who see will not be blinded, and the ears of those who hear will listen. So you see earlier, Isaiah had talked about, and Jesus quoted this, remember? I think, I think it's quoted multiple times in scripture. I think Paul quotes it as well. Um, you have eyes, but you can't see. You have ears, but you can't hear, right? Isaiah said that earlier. Well, now he's saying in this day, when he has God ruling on high and princes ruling as refuges from the storm, that those who come from a parched land they come into the shade, or, you know, like streams of water in a dry country, they come to the water, the living waters, then all of a sudden their eyes are open, they can see, their ears are open, they can hear the truth. The mind of the hasty will discern the truth, and the tongue of the stammerers will hasten to speak clearly. No longer will be the, the fool be called noble, or the rogue be spoken of as generous. So he's talking about restoring the original intention of the world and of mankind which is that god would raise up a family many sons who are raised up in his way that he raises up to be like him to have his wisdom his love his truth his righteousness and that they can share it with all of creation and so you see this process of transformation where people because we're all born in adam uh, as fallen creatures who have our own way of thinking our own way of life and but these that he has placed can then be a blessing to these others and help transform them so that they can come in this and then be a blessing to others and his kingdom multiplies in this way no more will we be ruled by fools and and this is a you know this is a spiritual reality we're not talking about the governments of the world so he's been talking through 7 of uh, of the wicked and the fool, but then in 8 he says but the noble man devises noble plans and by noble plans he stands. So the king's family is noble and all of a sudden he stands in righteousness. Rise up you women who are at ease and hear my voice, give ear to my word, you complacent daughters. Within a year and a few days you will be troubled, o complacent daughters, for the vintage is end ended and the fruit gathering will not come. So he he's calling people to there is a better way rise up and come to this way be troubled you complacent daughters strip undress and put sackcloth on your waist he's like your your way is not working for you and it's not going to work and it's going to come to a terrible end so instead 12 beat your breast for the pleasant fields for the fruitful vine Realize that there is a better way, my way, the the Lord God's way, and come to that way because that is your salvation. That is is your joy. And then, starting in fourteen, he starts um, contrasting the way. And if if you think about like the palace or the city being Jerusalem, um, the that was the you know, the capital of God, right, in the time of Isaiah, um, and, and now you have, um, you know, the, the church would be that, right, the church system, which has kind of gone its own way, it's never really taken hold of the life of God that he intended, and so, said, because the palace has been abandoned, the populated city forsaken, hill and watchtower have become caves forever, a delight for wild donkeys, a pasture for flocks, until the spirit is poured out upon us from on high and the wilderness becomes a fertile field and the fertile field is considered as a forest then justice will dwell in the wilderness and righteousness will abide in the fertile field and the work of righteousness will be peace in the service of righteousness quietness and confidence forever then my people will live in a peaceful habitation and in secure dwellings, and in undisturbed resting places, and it will hail when the forest comes down, and the city will be utterly laid low. How blessed will you be, you who sow beside all waters, who let out freely the ox and the donkey. So he's talking about bringing down one system, and bringing up a new system outside of that, a remnant people of God, to fulfill his purposes in a new way. Because, as we talked about recently, if if the clay is just bad it doesn't work then the potter has to start over and he will pull out that which you know that part of the clay that he can work with but he will start over and so that's this is a picture of that starting outside the the uh, palace and watchtower and making a fertile field and the fertile field you know that's a reference to the uh the garden, the Adam and Eve, his original plan that we have a fruitful life in his life, not in our own life, the way of the fallen world. And then we're on to 33. And then he has, he says, woe to you, O destroyer. So I honestly think this also kind (laughs) of applies to today as well, but I'm I'm not going to I don't want to be about modern events because you can see this was happening back then so these these kind of there's principalities there's spiritual realities that are moving in the world and when they interact with the world they look differently uh, as times go on but the spirits behind them are the same and he's basically God's basically saying I will raise up uh, destroyers to accomplish my judgment and my purpose but If the destroyers think that all of a sudden they're good, no, um, I will bring my judgment on them as well. I'm just using them for a purpose, and they will realize this this judgment as well. As soon as you finish destroying, you will be destroyed. So what is the answer for everyone? O Lord, be gracious to us. We have waited for you. Turn to the Lord. This is starting in five. This is an awesome word for today, this day that we live in. The Lord is exalted for he dwells on high. He has filled Zion with justice and righteousness. And he will be the stability of your times. A wealth of salvation, wisdom, and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. So while all that judgment is going on out there, all that's difficulties, he is full of justice and righteousness. He is exalted. He is reigning from on high. He is stability to you. Salvation, wisdom, and knowledge. If you come up his holy mountain, And He he is available. Pull out from the ways of the world. Disengage from it and come up His mountain. I should also note that this audio is intended to, uh, just the the way we started it, we just have a few of us who are reading through the scriptures and I'm commenting. So I'm kind of assuming you're reading the scriptures. If you, so I I, I certainly read a lot of verses, but I don't read all the verses. So you're going to miss a lot if you're not actually reading along. That's up to you how you use it, but uh, but I just thought I should say that. So verses 8 and 9 talks about the desolation and destruction of the judgment. But then in 10, he says, Now I will arise, says the Lord. Now I will be exalted. Now I will be lifted up. Which reminds me, what is it? Uh, Isaiah 61, somewhere in the 60s. Uh, he's, it's the chapter starts with rise and shine. So when he calls all of us to rise and shine... But who, who we go after? We go after the Lord. He's the model. And he said, now I will rise. He's the only one capable of actually doing the rising. He helps us to rise in his way. Uh, but we see here, I will arise says the Lord. Now I will be exalted. I will be lifted up. You have conceived chaff. You will give birth to stubble. My breath will consume you like a fire. If you've already been burned up in the fire and you're Dead to the world, then the burning fire doesn't hurt you. If you're still alive to the world, the fire consumes you. The peoples will be burned to lime, like cut thorns which are burned in the fire. Obviously, this is all metaphorical. I think mean, hopefully that's obvious. You who are far away, hear what I have done. And you who are near, acknowledge my might. Sinners in Zion are terrified. Zion, this is a close... Place of God, the heart of God, the capital of God, sinners shouldn't be there, right? It's, it's a wrong place. When the people of God um, don't represent God, that's a problem for God. And so He says, "You'll be terrified. Trembling has seized the godless. Who among us can live with the consuming fire? Who among us can live with continual burning?" I've already talked about this. This is this is awesome. He who walks righteously and speaks with sincerity, he who rejects unjust gain and shakes his hands so that they hold no bribe, he who stops his ears from hearing about bloodshed and shuts his eyes from looking upon evil, he will dwell on the heights, his refuge will be the impregnable rock, his bread will be given him, his water will be sure. You see, everything will be taken care of. Once you have completely conformed yourself to this life of God and died to the world, he will take care of every need and he will exalt you for his purposes. Your eyes will see the king in his beauty. What, what could be better than that? To know the Lord. They will behold a far distant land. This is the kingdom. This is the, it, it's, you know, it's far distant because it's so far away from the way the fallen ways of man. At the same time it's ever present for those who enter it your heart will meditate on terror where is he who counts where is he who weighs where is he who counts the towers you will no longer see a fierce people a people of unintelligible speech which no one comprehends or of a stammering tongue which no one understands look upon zion the city of our appointed feast your eyes will see jerusalem an undisturbed habitation so he's saying that that stuff's going on in the world but you will find this uh, amazing spiritual reality that is so far above these earthly difficulties you will find my kingdom come and we're living in this day where this is unfolding this is happening um you know it, it it's it started uh it's it's it starts small and it will grow and be ever increasing as as daniel prophesied a tent which will not be folded its stakes will never be pulled up nor any of its cords be torn apart but there the majestic one the lord will be for us a place of rivers and wide canals on which no boat with oars will go and on which no mighty ship will pass For the Lord is our judge, the Lord is our lawgiver, the Lord is our king. He will save us. So we're living with God most high, the sovereign Lord, king of kings, judge of judges, as our ruler. And he provides an existence like no other. Impossible to even comprehend with a fallen mind. 24. And no resident will say, I am sick. The people will dwell there. Who dwell there will be forgiven their iniquity so th- this is just a, a place of uh, of you know this is a heavenly reality but it's a mistake to think that this means after we die that was never that's not god's purpose for mankind on earth it is to transform the earth into his heavenly reality jesus that's what jesus talked about that's what god said to adam and it's always been the plan and then we are on to 34. And, and I should say, th- this is happening. It's happening right now. So, if you're not experiencing this, <laughs> seek it, seek him, because this is happening. 34. And this chapter again is just upon judgment upon the whole world. And he, he goes into great detail for the first seven verses. And then in 8 he says, For the Lord has a day of vengeance, a year of recompense for the cause of Zion. So he has a cause. He has a plan for mankind and he will bring the people who are willing, the people who willingly come up his Mount Zion, um, he will transform them into a people for his purposes and he will give them all glory and all honor and he will be the Lord of vengeance against um, those who do not want to go in this way. The only specific nation mentioned in this chapter of judgment on the whole world is Edom, and remember, Edom is Esau, and Esau was the one that traded his spiritual birthright for a bowl of soup. He so he, he, Edom represents uh, carnality, worldliness, a way of the world apart from God, and so you see this judgment against all worldliness, and. Um, and then, you know, the, the end of the chapter talks about, And his spirit gathered them, his mouth commanded them. He cast the lot for them, and his hand has divided it to them by line. They shall possess it forever. From generation to generation they will dwell in it. So he does talk about a people that have escaped this worldliness and come into his life. It's a totally different life. And he has it available to all who seek it and find the hidden path into it. And then we're on to 35. So what will happen for for those who do come up his mountain, who seek his way, the wilderness and desert will be glad, and the arable will rejoice and blossom like the crocus. It will blossom profusely. So the crocus is a flower that it's like the first to bloom. So you can have snow. We don't have that here, but in in places where it grows, uh, they will have snowy ground, and all of a sudden a crocus will come popping out of it, which must be a pretty crazy sight to see. A flower popping out of the snow uh, and rejoice with rejoicing and a shout of joy the glory of Lebanon will be given to it the majesty of Carmel and Sharon they will see the glory of the Lord the majesty of our God there's really nothing better than seeing the glory of the Lord the majesty of our God of humbling ourselves and realizing he is God he is all-powerful all-knowing all-loving And when his glory shines, there's nothing better. And and you're invited to enter into that. Encourage the exhausted and strengthen the feeble. Say to those with anxious heart, take courage. Fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. The recompense of God will come, but he will save you. So he has a way for you. There's nothing to worry about in this world. Just give yourself to the Lord and he will make everything right. Then the eyes of the blind will be open, The ears of the deaf will be unstopped. All of a sudden we will hear and see like never before. We're not experiencing this world with all the faculties that we were designed to experience it with. We're, our faculties are a fallen nature. They, we're missing, when we're living in, according to the way of the world, we're missing the reality, the three-dimensional or four-dimensional reality of life as it was designed for us. And he wants to open that up for us. And that, when that happens, you may feel like you're lame from this or that. You know, It's probably not a physical lameness, although maybe it is. But whatever it is, you, you feel lame. He says, you will leap like a deer, and the tongue of the mute will shout for joy. The waters will break forth in the wilderness, and streams in the Arabah. He gives us living waters. Whatever your need is, if you're in the desert and you're thirsty, finding a river of pure water would be there's nothing better than that right well that's the reality of his life that's available to you what is this way it's a high verse 8 a highway will be there a roadway and it will be called the highway of holiness the unclean will not travel on it you can't get on this way just by being religious or just by you know you, you can't no matter how much you can spend every day in church but if you're not walking on this way, this highway of holiness, you, you you can't, you know, you're not on it. You can't be on it. But it will be for him who walks that way, the way of God, and fools will not wander onto it. So it's a spiritual reality that exists, that's here and now available. But we have to choose him. We have to die to the world and live for him to enter onto this highway. There's no vicious beast on there, but the redeemed will walk there. What is redeemed? It means you were of the world. You were of sin. You were of the world. But you have been redeemed into a totally different life. This born again doesn't mean I will live in the afterlife. I will live a heavenly life. No, it means born again into a totally different life. A totally different way of thinking. A totally different way of living. And then when you are redeemed in this way, you will walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord will return and come with joyful shouting to Zion with everlasting joy upon their heads. They will find gladness and joy and sorrow and sighing will flee away. Hallelujah. That's the life he has for us. Let us seek it. Uh, That's it for today. The Lord bless you.